through the written word and the spoken word. God, help us to hear your living word, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It is good for us to be here. It is good for us to be here. It is good for us to be on the mountaintop with God. It is good for us to have God fully revealed to us. It is good for us to carry God with us as we journey back down the mountain. Today is the Feast of the Transfiguration. On this day, we celebrate Jesus going up a mountain with a couple of his dear disciples to pray. While Jesus is praying, he is transfigured. His form changes, and he becomes a dazzling light. And suddenly, with him, Moses and Elijah appear. Peter, likely in some combination of awe, confusion, delight, and shock, says, Master, it is good for us to be here. And then a cloud comes and overshadows the group, which I'm sure furthers the confusion and fear. From within the cloud, the voice of God says, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. I imagine that Peter, John, and James were never the same after witnessing this awe-inspiring moment. On the Feast of the Transfiguration, we also hear of Moses going up Sinai and meeting God. Moses is so transformed by being in God's presence that he returns absolutely glowing with the light of God. When Moses isn't relaying information from his talks with God, he wears a veil because of the sheer brightness that comes from his experience of God. And while it's not Jesus' own transfiguration for which the feast is named, Moses also experiences a special sort of transfiguring event. I imagine that his vision and understanding of God and of himself are both changed on the mountaintop. When we look at these texts, we can see that the Feast of the Transfiguration highlights these moments of going up a mountain and experiencing a change in view. Transfiguration is about gaining a fuller understanding of God. It's a day of proclaiming, it is good for us to be here, when a moment allows us to bear witness to the fullness of who God is. In our gospel passage, God is revealed in the person of Jesus. The disciples have a moment of revelation. They see God. They are assured that Jesus is God's Son, and they will never be the same. Many queer preachers, theologians, and biblical scholars refer to the, the text of the Transfiguration as a sort of coming out story. Another facet of Jesus's identity 
is revealed to three of his closest friends. The disciples come face to face with the brilliant, divine reality of Jesus' life. Another piece of Jesus is out in the world. Culturally, we think of coming out almost exclusively in relation to the LGBTQ plus community. And I think this narrative might actually apply more broadly. I often joke about it being harder to come out as a pastor than as a queer person when I'm meeting new people. I share a piece of myself, and I wait for people to react. Coming out narratives might apply to any identity that we share that could be met with mixed reactions. Perhaps it's sharing a diagnosis, a mental health struggle, a disability, or neurodivergence, those things about us that may be unseen. Or maybe in seeing a friend for the first time in a while, it's naming something big or hard that has happened to you and changed you. A divorce, a death, the loss of a job, or even a big promotion, the birth of a child. Sharing our identities and our big news can be vulnerable. So while we don't culturally refer to each of these as coming out, I think they bear many similarities. It's vulnerable. It can be freeing. It can show you who your friends really are. It can open you up to deep joy and sometimes pain. Personally, I like to apply slightly different language to these narratives. Maybe this will help us open up the gospel passage or something happening in your own life. I prefer to use the language of coming in. When I share of myself with another person, I'm saying, come in, join me here. I want you to be a part of what is happening in my life. I prefer this over coming out because I want to resist the pressure that is often put on LGBTQ people to come out publicly for the sake of other people rather than just for themselves. For me, this subtle shift invites relationship rather than transaction. It invites an openness rather than assumptions. So how does this language of coming in reply, apply to Jesus' own transfiguration in our gospel passage? Jesus has said to three of his friends, come with me, journey with me. They all go up this unnamed mountain and come into the incredible moment with their friend and teacher. They are brought into a cloud and shown definitively that Jesus is the Son of God. When they are brought into the cloud, I imagine God saying, come here. Come close. I have something to tell you. I imagine that moment as something like a grandparent sitting in a rocking chair, inviting a little one into their lap for a special story.
come here, come close, come on in. Join me in this place where things are revealed in glory. Jesus is coming in or coming out as God's beloved son. Again, in case folks missed it before. God's language in this moment mirrors that of Jesus' baptism. In Luke's telling of Jesus' baptism, a voice comes from heaven, much like that in today's reading. It says, you are my son, my beloved. With you I am well pleased. We experience a poetic parallel in these two moments. Listen. You are my son. This is my son. My beloved. My chosen. With you I am well pleased. Listen to him. When Luke invokes a similar voice from heaven and gives this linguistic mirror from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, we are reminded that God is pleased with her children and that we are to listen to Jesus. God is pleased by Jesus and Jesus' ministry among us. And I believe that by extension, when we listen to Jesus, we are assured that God is pleased with us as well her beloved children. These moments in scripture and in our lives are mirrors in another way. The waters of baptism, Jesus' own and ours, require a vulnerable trust in God. The reading we hear today reminds us that journeying with Jesus to experience, experience awe-inspiring revelation requires a vulnerable trust in God. Both baptism and journeying with Jesus invite us to experience the transfiguration, experience bold change, and to see a brilliant spark of God's love in our lives. In each of these events, we also grow in community and in relationship. There are times in our lives when each of us will be on either side of a vulnerable moment of revelation and transfiguration. Think about where this might be in your own life. Perhaps it's coming out or coming in as queer, sharing a hidden or invisible part of yourself. Maybe it's saying I love you to a new partner for the first time. Perhaps it's learning of a friend's diagnosis or hearing a story of someone's abuse. Maybe it's being brought into someone's dreams for the future. All of us will have moments of saying, come in. Come into this mental, emotional, physical, spiritual space that I am in right now. We will say vulnerably and with trust, I want you to join me in my full truth. We will have moments when we are invited to join another with grace and love. 
either side that we are on in these holy moments, we can be assured that we are not alone and that we are with God and with God's people. These are moments of holy revelation. They are moments of transfiguration and change. The Feast of the Transfiguration reminds us about Jesus' own identity and how it was shared with those people close to him. Jesus is the Son of God, God's chosen, and we are instructed to listen to him. Jesus is a dazzling and brilliant light in the world. Jesus invites his friends to journey with him and to hold his truth with him. The Feast of the Transfiguration also reminds us that when we feel safe to do so, and when we are with our trusted companions, it is beautiful and holy to share our most authentic and dazzling selves. We will be changed, and we will go back down the mountain as transformed people. We journey up to moments of vulnerability, and we come back down drenched in God's goodness, love, and mercy. So my friends, I'll say it again. It is good for us to be here. It is good for us to be here, to be vulnerable and open, to be witnesses to God's created people all around us. It is good for us to be here dazzling in the light of God, changed through relationship, and never to be the same. Amen.